Good day, this is Nyaradzo Vicky Mavindite, streaming live from Harare, Zimbabwe. And we've had a couple of interesting months uh, from election time, 30 July until now, and a lot of things have been happening on the political and economic front, and the conversations have been heated um, with different people having different perspectives, and most people on, on the negative side, basically. People are afraid, people are feeling hopeless and despondent because um, many hope that the election result would go in a certain way or it would go in the way that they expected. And those that got what they expected were hoping that maybe it would herald new changes. But basically everybody was hoping that the election was going to bring the change that they want in their personal lives and in their businesses and for their dreams. And a lot of people were really on a get rid get uh, get ready set to go um position hoping that after elections things would stabilize um but elections brought in a, uh, different things from changes in economic policy and a lot of things have been going on just not even to get into the detail and the conversation has just been really hectic and haywire but i've always maintained and i'll always maintain in all the conversations i have the people i meet the clients that i coach in my coaching practice the uh, clients that I train um, in Avoda Consultants and um, the women that I mentor in Queen Makers, I've always maintained that um, success is intrinsic because um, a lot of the times people are motivated extrinsically, but um, now is not the time for extrinsic motivation and it's never been. I mean, the carrot cannot be dangled so far and it cannot get you as much. So what happens when there is no motivation? When there is no external motivation, so what do you do? You do buckle up and crawl into a fetal position and wait until you die and your brain cells atrophy. I've always believed that um, the most successful people are intrinsically motivated. Um, you have to know your why and you have to live a purpose-driven life, a goal-driven life. And yes, in life we'll have details and things do not always turn out as as we expect. And uh, we could never really predict um, in any economy, even those that live in first world countries, you could never really predict what tomorrow is going to look like. And things definitely change. The world is generally in a recession. So I've always believed that knowing your why and your purpose and what drives you is the only way to find happiness and uh, as long as you focus on your why and your purpose, you will grow. A lot of people I found in the coaching practice are always um, externally driven by the next best thing to make money. People are driven by money. They want to be wealthy. They want to dress in the latest fashions, drive the latest cars and live in nice houses. That is what drives a lot of people to get into business and survival. But that basically is the, the, the Maslow's hierarchy of needs, the need for shelter, the need for food. But you'll find that if you're driven by survival, you can never really build true wealth and a lasting legacy. I, I've known people who, who went in, um, the era before 2008 and they went into the trading business trading forex trading groceries and yes they made money quick money and um they bought new cars and upgraded their lifestyles but most of them 
had nothing by the end of 2013. Uh, now we're in 2018, 2017, and probably some are very happy with the chaos because they've now started their trading businesses again because some people profit um, on the age of chaos. <laughs> but um, how, what legacy do you live? What name do you live for yourself? Yes, you can get your mana daily bread to survive today and hang out with the socialites and the circles of who's who but what legacy do you live I always believe in legacy living and I get a lot of people coming to me when we get to the age of chaos and they say what do I do now the economy is changing what do I do now and I, I've always uh, believed in the lesson that I learned um, in 2008 at the height of chaos I founded and started Avoda Consultants and that was when the economy wasn't making sense um but I started and founded Avoda Consultants, which is a human capital development company. As a psychologist by profession, I looked at my passions and my gifts and my why. And I realized that I needed to, to do something along with what I enjoy doing. And I got into it. Around me, my friends, my peers and people I knew were trading in Forex and they made lots of money. And I was trudging along from office to office asking businesses to trust my new business to bring um, holistic transformation to their employees. And that was a really difficult fit because companies were cutting down. You know that in a recession, they cut down on marketing and, and HR services like training. But I soldiered on and not one day did I find myself in any economic craze that we went through, whether it was Jivuta or potato farming or whatever. I just simply stuck to Avoda. And everything that I've developed in the last 10 years has been around my strengths, has been have been around leaving a legacy, writing, uh, training, mentorship, holistic leadership development, coaching, and Queen Makers came up in 2014. But everything has been around the area of passion that I believe my why is my purpose, is my purpose is to create order out of chaos, to to bring out the gold and the diamonds in people, to sharpen them and, 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 and leave out the chaos. So even when I get into an organization to train, I just don't offer the generic time management um, product or team building or change management or organizational development. I always seek at holistically developing the people in the organization because I believe that when the people are developed and they know their why, the purpose, why they're in that organization, they're able to function better and merge their personal goals with the organization goals and grow the organization rather than to teach them the how. Because greater is the person who knows the why than the person who knows the how. Because when the how is gone, at least you have the why. If you know how to do your job, um, there's going to come a point when something else comes up that trumps your how and something better comes along, especially in this age of technology. So it's always greater to know why you do your job, why you do what you do, because that will keep you anchored. So coming into Zimbabwe in 2018 at this season, do you know what your why is and how are you developing your why? If you don't know your why, you're going to find yourself in the queue, panic buying. The people who are in the forefront of the of creating and perpetuating the chaos in the economy are people who know how they don't know why because if you know why you're a Zimbabwean if you know why you're living at such a time as this you don't panic you're not influenced by external factors of course there is stuff that you need to do within reason um, if you buy groceries and um, you anticipate shortages you probably buy you double up on your on your stocks 
but it's always within knowing your why and not creating panic. We endlessly run around like headless chickens because we don't know who we are and the power that we have over creating our own destinies. I know that in Zimbabwe, there are people who are prospering, who are doing great work and making a difference and doing it honestly and not joining the bandwagon that is going on right now. So I, I just really believe that um, for you to succeed in any place, in any life, find out your why and live a purpose-driven life and grow from that. Of course, they are entrepreneurs who are the ones that come up with different ideas and are constantly switching into different things. But I know that the people who have made money in the world have focused on the one thing that they're really good at. And everything that comes outside of that is, 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 um, is, is an extension, but they don't lose focus of what it is that they're really good at. Yes, we do create multiple streams of income, but you need to ask yourself, Am I creating an extra stream of income or am I losing focus? Because after 2008 chaos came through, I still had Avoda Consultants. I now had Queen Makers. I now had Crossing Boundaries, the coaching um, uh, dimension of my work. And a lot of people who had so many things in 2008 had lost them. And I'm still going on with my purpose. I'm writing books and selling them on Amazon. I'm coaching and traveling the world, doing what I love and still making a living out of it. And... So the question then is, should I have left uh, coaching and gone into farming and taken up a farm and started farming? Should I have stopped, uh, closed down my training business because it wasn't making money and go into Jihuta or potato sack farming or whatever it is that people are doing? Uh, where would I be today? Um, because Jihuta are nowhere in, in sight and so uh, potato sack farming. So I, I'm, I'm not for crazies and, and fashion crazies and economic crazies. I'm all for focus and focusing on, even though right now um, we are in this nation and things are belly up, as it seems, what is my why? What is my goal? And every day I do at least one thing on the hardest days that will advance me closer to my goal, to my purpose, to living a fulfilled life. Every day I do at least 10 things on great days that will still get me closer. And I know at the end of the day, at the end of the game, I'm greater and better for it. And I leave a legacy that, that will outlive me. So my thoughts and focus in, in this environment are not, oh my God, what is going on? I'm not joining in on the conversations of who said what, who said this, and oh, we, this country's gone to the dogs. I mean, I think we went to the dogs a long time ago. We're probably coming back from hell now into, into uh, the promised land. But I'm not, I'm not focused on that. I'm focused on, okay, what can I do? What product can I come up with? What, how can I reposition myself? How can I get an edge on this? How can I maximize on this? What can I offer the market right now? Right now, I'm, I'm in the process of writing an ebook on how to, 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 to ride the wave in, in a crisis like Zimbabwe. And um, that's what I'm focusing on. And I'm going to make money out of that. And I'm not focusing on, okay, um, let me find a, 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 a sponsor with a bag of uh, bond notes that I can sell on the black market and make some points out of it and make money. That's not where my strengths lie. And that's not where my passion lies. And that's not my why. You know, so in all this pursuit of wealth, as we get along and build ourselves, do not panic. Go back to the drawing board and see how, 
who you are and what you're meant to do, what drives you, what you're passionate about. How do you want your obituary to read um, when you're gone and start working on that? And as you start working on that, you'll find that your life takes a different turn. Um, one of my favorite coaching clients uh, this year was a young woman who came in and um, she was on the job. And I always ask my, uh, my, my employed uh, clients who come for coaching, and I say to them, um, every time the conversation about a difficult boss or a difficult working environment comes up, I always ask them to honestly introspect and answer the question, am I employable? Am I promotable? If I was my boss, would I employ me? Would I promote me? If you really look at your work ethic, your output, your attitude and, 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 and towards your, your current job, uh, instead of pointing fingers at what the boss does wrong or doesn't do, what are you contributing? Are you at your optimum? And would you actually promote yourself? And a lot of the times, nine out of 10 times, the answer I always get is no. So guess what? We start working on that. We don't focus on the boss. I mean, I've got an ebook that I wrote, uh, Boss Relations 101, how to, to get an agent and then build a relationship with your boss. So I start working on, on, on what you can do to make yourself promotable without pointing fingers um, at, at your boss whilst the other three are pointing at you. And I found that um, not only um, as her company went into, into a process of retrenchment and she was on contract and she had come in on, on, on the organization as, 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 as an attaché from university and then she came back on their graduate trainee program, which means she actually what is good at what she does. Uh, but she was struggling with her relationship with her boss. So she comes through and um, towards media she was anxious because... Um, the company was going to go through retrenchment. Um, and guess what? Out of the 70 graduate trainees and contract employees um, that were, were, were there at that point, um, only five survived, and she was amongst the five that survived. And she got a promotion, a permanent job, her own office. She moved out of the open plan, and she was so excited. And we're like, okay, look, this is how it is. And the, 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 the outlook of things didn't change because um, she, she, the boss changed. But she changed and her relationship with the boss definitely changed. I remember we were due for a session once and she cancelled and I was very upset. And I said, why? What's your excuse? And she says, well, my boss lost a relative um, and I'm going to attend the funeral. And I kind of sent her rolling eyes and she says, well, you told me about building a good relationship with my boss. So I'm going to support and attend the funeral. And I was like, oh, wow, there's an attitude change because ordinarily she wouldn't have done that. So not only has she been able to secure herself a permanent job, one of her other goals uh, was to create an, an extra stream of income. And um, on the 1st of November, just a few days ago, she opened a hair salon and uh, she's doing very well. I mean, she had been in the beauty business and she was uh, buying and selling hair products and weaves and cosmetics in other people's salons. And as we got into coaching from January, we decided to work on a tangible goal and she has done it. And she, she has, has seen, um, something happening and she's opened a salon in the midst of this chaos and she's doing very well and the salon is packed and um yeah, in the last uh, four days since she opened, um, her hairdressers um, had their own clients. So the clients have moved on to a better environment, a better location, and, and everybody's happy and excited. And this is in the midst of chaos. And it's because um, I've coached her to stop focusing on the external. 
because if she had focused on the external, her work ethic would not have improved, and she would have been amongst the ones that have been that had been axed at her company, and she wouldn't have opened the salon. But because she focused on her internal motivation to make sure she fights for her dreams and visions and finds opportunities. And, 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 and instead of sitting on the fence to make her dreams and her goals come to pass. And that's what she's done. And that's basically what I believe in. I believe in intrinsic motivation. What drives you? What are you hungry for? And then you, you go through the detours, you go past the roadblocks and you climb over the walls and you break down the doors and you find cracks and nooks to just get in to what you want to become. And I think that's the way that, um, we're going to survive in Zimbabwe at such a time as this.